This is a Federal News Network podcast. A Postal Service audit finds recent operational changes at the agency caused mail delays. You might have noticed. The inspector general found USPS regions were short-staffed with sick leave taken during the pandemic. USPS is defending these changes in a dozen federal lawsuits. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me now with the latest. And this is really sounding more and more like a hairball, Jory. What are the particular changes in operations that they made that the IG is looking at? The Postal Service IG looked at three big areas here. They looked at a decision from Postmaster General Louis DeJoy to severely cut late and extra trucking trips between mail processing facilities and post offices. The second change being a big executive shakeup at the headquarters level. And the third being a pilot program at nearly 400 facilities, uh, really looking at ways to get mail carriers out on the routes earlier, and the focus of that being an effort to reduce overtime hours. I remember when DeJoy announced those, he said something to the effect that, well, if it doesn't get delivered today, then it's going to be tomorrow. And so that's why he was trying to cut costs at the expense of, I guess, their service levels, correct? Even at the highest levels, even at with uh, Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, he acknowledged that there were probably going to be some dips in service. The, the Postal Service IG ultimately found that uh, the worst impact here was a 10% drop in first-class mail on-time rates in July. This is the first month that these changes, uh, for the most part, went into effect. And the IG ultimately found that, as you said in the lead, Tom, that the, the Postal Service didn't do any kind of study or analysis of what kind of impact these changes would have made before implementing them. And they really rolled out all these changes all at once. And the IG basically said, you know, on their own in a vacuum, any one of these changes wouldn't have been a big deal. But doing these all at once had this cumulative effect and, and had a significant impact on on-time mail delivery. And uh, what was also curious is that the IG noted that the Postal Service, for the most part, didn't write a lot of this down in that a lot of the communication from headquarters down to the management level down to the field level was done verbally and through these oral stand-up talks that are typically done at the beginning of each day. And for an organization that has more than half a million employees, that can be a crazy game of telephone of communicating those uh, down all these layers of bureaucracy. Sure. Somewhere there's an envelope with DeJoy scratching on it for this plan, but nobody's found it yet, I guess. And what does USPS say to the IG on these matters? The Postal Service kind of went back to its usual talking points when it comes to defending these changes. They ultimately said that that they really do push back against the idea of these being even called operational changes. DeJoy himself has told Congress, all I did was ask the trucks to run on time. What would I be able to do? Tell them to not run on time, like pushing back along those lines. And they've also said that a lot of the changes were in the works even before Postmaster General DeJoy was in office when he took office in, in June. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And what about the Postal Regulatory Commission? Where were they in all of this? So the IG ultimately found that the Postal Service did everything that it was supposed to in running this by the Postal Regulatory Commission. And by that, they are ultimately on the hook for reporting things to the PRC when these are changes that are going to be impacting mail service nationwide. Now, that's a point of contention. From what the IG was able to determine, they said that the changes that the Postal Service implemented don't amount to that, and they didn't need to report anything to the PRC. Uh, now, that's uh, that's a point of contention right now in these dozen federal lawsuits, and ultimately, at least eight federal judges have come down as saying 
that those do warrant reporting to the PRC. Uh, and so that is still being battled out. And the IG even concedes that there might be some new precedents that come out of this legal battle as a result of all this. Yeah, they call it the postmaster general, but maybe they should really call it the postmaster colonel or the postmaster major, because if they can't do anything without running it by this commission and that oversight board, then it's not a general, I guess. And uh, what about the election coming up? What's the Postal Service's current posture with what they plan to do, and are they going to make any changes thereafter? The Postal Service has already promised rolling out additional resources as far as overtime and employee availability in the lead up to the election. And after the election, they're looking at implementing further rollbacks of pulling out mail sorting equipment. They've put that on hold until Election Day to avoid the idea that there isn't enough capacity for delivering mail in ballots and election mail. But is the reason they were pulling out this equipment in the first place because they had too much capacity? That is ultimately what the Postal Service has determined. This is a thing that they do on an annual basis. The IG did note that the removal of this equipment accelerated during DeJoy's tenure in office, although they made no determination that the Postal Service, as a result of all this, doesn't have the capacity that it needs. And it even pointed out that since the pandemic, mail volume has taken a 20% hit. So the idea that there's too much mail in the mail stream right now is, is I don't think, anyone's concern right now. And the election, I think you have reported earlier that if everyone mailed a ballot, it would not actually make that huge an impact in terms of the average daily volumes that the Postal Service handles. You're right. If everyone mailed a ballot, which is certainly not the case, that would barely be a, a blip in what the Postal Service ordinarily delivers in one day. So that's another way to look at it. All right. Anything else we need to know in the immediate short-term future for the Postal Service? So after the election, we'll still be looking at these uh, court cases that are being battled out and seeing how much of this pertains specifically to the election and how much of this is a, a broader existential look at the Postal Service. And of course, the election may have a, a great deal of impact on how Congress chooses to oversee the Postal Service. And we've been saying it for years now, but Congress has at times spoken about the need for comprehensive long-term postal reform. DeJoy himself has said that he looks forward to working with Congress on that, but we'll see if there's the political will for them to actually sit down and pass a bill that would address a lot of the issues that the Postal Service has talked about for a very long time now. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.